your spot, put it in park. Here we go. It's the Free Parking Podcast, presented by Office Jockeys, racing to the weekend. What is going on, everybody? Deaver here with episode 51 of the Free Parking Podcast, the last episode, depending on when you listen to it, of 2020, alongside my co-host, Bush. What 2019 of 2020 have been, bro? Unbelievable. And we're already at the end of 2020. You know, a lot of bad has happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad, right? The meme will probably live forever. But just internally, if you look at the microcosm, and it's kind of selfish to do, of free parking mm-hmm. and what we've done in this past year, you can't not be excited about the group we've assembled and the product that we're putting out. I think, you know, we're, we're making great headway. One thing I always say to people when they say, what is free parking? Why should I follow it? My big thing, and it's a little cliche, but we have something for everyone be it in cooking, be it in trivia, be it in more of that lifestyle vibe that you want to get in a podcast where you talk about deeper stuff than what we talk about, or you have main sports like us, or you have video games. I mean, these literally something that everyone can potentially relate to and music in DJ Nader. And in a strange year when, you know, a lot of our lives got put on hold, I think we dove deeper into free parking, kind of made it our own, especially back in, you know, March, April, when the world was shut, shut down. I think that was when we took off and we were able to focus on this thing, which is our passion. And we love that other people enjoy our passion. And that's when, you know, that's when Fairway hopped on board with the chopping block. That's when your, your esports and your Twitch streams really took off. That's when Nate was able to DJ at home a bunch. That's when marbles got created. That's when ThinkCap came on. So the amount of stuff that actually came out, I'm a big half glass full guy. The amount of stuff that came out during the shutdown and during a pretty bad year all in all mm-hmm. were amazing for this group and for everybody, you know, listening, watching, following at home. 100% these couldn't agree more. So a little housekeeping stuff. Uh, Christmas just passed. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa for those who, who don't celebrate. Uh, Bush, we talked about last episode, favorite Christmas present ever received slash given. Mm-hmm. Is there an update? Uh, no, no update. No update from my previous, uh, what? No update. No update. They still stand. Nothing great. Santa wasn't good to you. I mean, Santa was incredible to me this year. Let's put it that way. It was absolutely incredible a way above average year. Um, I'm like, you know, the commercials where it's like, we just bought a new home and we have an ant problem. And it's like, you know, did you get my friend request? You know, yeah. Expired. Expired. Well, now I'm a homeowner, so my big Christmas present this year, which I still paid for myself, but got some help with it, was a new bathroom in the uh, basement. Ah. Of my house. Yeah. Oh, which we talked about last episode too with the overflowing prop. So yes. was that like returning the gift? Was that like a bad gift? You had to return and get the new one back or? <laughs> it's, it's, see, it's a rock and a hard place. We had an old bathroom. We get a new bathroom. <laughs> bathroom. New ba- bathroom attacks us then we fix it so now it's definitely a good gift i would say the best thing what did i get this year nothing topped the list in terms of best gifts all time because the one i spoke about on episode 50 was an all-timer um you hooked it up with a sweet flyers hoodie oh yeah time for the nhl season just in time for the nhl season Mm -hmm. january 13th we kick off 
I know you like that orange. So for those listening right now, I got Deeves this orange, all orange Fanatics brand sweatshirt. Rumor has it, it's very light and soft, but it's got that black stripe through the middle Rumor with that it. with that modern logo. Yeah, a little mid-stripe with the modern logo. I know you like that modern logo because you got something else that's just like that. Oh, yeah, the modern text logo. It's awesome. The yeah. word mark, word mark. Word mark, good to know. Oh, you know what? Actually, one of my favorites. Uh, I, I don't really play video games that much anymore. As you guys have taken off, you've pretty much like sucked all the video game out of me. Almost like, you know, like all of your strength has taken away from, from my, but anyway. <laughs> I got for the I haven't played video games since maybe May. I got NHL 21, which is very exciting for me. And the best part about it is that it has the NHL 94 rewind from Sega Genesis uh, attached to it. You can purchase oh. NHL 94, which is one of the original, pretty much the original NHL game, and play it on you know your big screen TV. I was wondering how you were getting 94, NHL 94. Yep. I was like, what's he got? So it was a part of the 2021 edition. So many people loved it. I think NHL 14, they came out with it because it was a 20-year anniversary. It was attached to that game as well. Went away for a couple of years. Now it's back. Here's a little history for you, everybody listening at home, as well as you, Mr. Uh, Bushwhack Gaming. NHL 94, why is it so important? Is it the first hockey video game ever? No. But it's so important because it's the first ever video game, uh, maybe not sports video game, but at least hockey video game where the NHL, the league, and the Players Association, the NHLPA, banded together to create a video game so that all the teams and all the players are in the same game. So there wasn't NHL 92. There wasn't NHL 93. They were. But previously in 94, the league and the PA went back and forth of who controlled the game. So in 90, then this isn't exact, but in 92, you could play as like the Flyers versus the Penguins, but Rick Tockett wasn't on either team, if that makes sense. It was just yeah, number yeah. 22, kind of like the NCAA games. It was just number 22. In 94, they banded together, and it was the first one where you, like, you were the Flyers and you had Eric Lindros on your team. That's cool. Yes. That's and so cool. that was like pretty much the creation of the modern NHL game, which I've gotten every single copy of, including up to this year, so... Question, do you have all of your – now, are, you're a digital copy guy for a few years there in between. Right? Yeah, yeah, probably the past three years. This is an actual disc, but probably for three or four years I was digital copy for a little bit. So as a, as a gamer, I – all my old copies – now I've since transitioned to digital downloads, but I have all the old discs. I yeah. still hang on to them because I think they're so cool. Like one Dude, day my, we're going to be like, you played on that? My dad has the NHL 94 Sega cartridge, like That's the sick. Sega cartridge. And he bought, um, I don't know, it's not an emulator, but like a modern day Sega spinoff yeah, that yeah. you can plug those into. So huh? we played it before, but probably the coolest thing was going home for Christmas and being able to play 94 with my dad, mm-hmm. which I played with my dad when I was, you know, six, seven, eight years old. Right. And he, it, it was just cool to, to play. And little tidbit, he still can crush me in NHL 94. Really? There's certain, like, there's certain moves, shots, the way the, the, way the guys move, it's totally different. It's, a, it's totally different than the modern game. If I played him in the modern game, I'd beat him by seven. Yeah. He plays him in NHL 94. I did not win. I think I lost three games in a row to him. That's rare for you, too, being an NHL guy. You're, I've seen you play pretty good. But it's, it's almost like me then right you know that's his game that's his dojo right 94 was his domain yo speaking of nhl we i don't think we ever covered this on a podcast summer 2020 
Love Ladies, Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Mr. Deaver comes home from Florida, and I'm there with one of my best friends growing up. Oh. And we go, and we pick Deaver up, and we bring him home, and it turns out to be at 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're doing an NHL drinking game. I sided with my buddy that I've known since I was a child, and, and my buddy's little brother sided with Deaver. And whoever scored a goal on the other person, the coach, a.k.a. the person not playing who teamed up with each player, had to take a shot or a drink. Long story short, I made a bad decision and chose my, my longtime friend while, you know, this guy over here is crushing him and I'm just getting absolutely obliterated. You got dragged under the table. You got, you got drowned that night, basically. You got drowned. I should have dove in the, in the, in the channel, in the, in the bay. Might as well. Or swam in like a bucket of Miller Lite because basically that's what you did that night. (laughs) I'm pretty sure earlier that night, totally inadvertent, just picked up a whole thing of uh, shooters. I can't even remember what kind they were. New Amsterdam. Just a whole sleeve. Just a whole sleeve of shooters. And Deaver lit my buddy up and, uh, and I was hurting the next morning for sure. I lost to Dickie Duke's buddy. And he, it, I wouldn't do the story justice if I didn't bring this up. Like we're talking about the video game itself. Yeah. I lost to Dickie Duke's buddy down in the Outer Banks when we were on vacation that one time. Never forget it. And I, I will never forget it either. It was pretty much not a low point in my life. I know I was severely intoxicated. And I'm going to say that that's what impeded my skill to beat this kid. But I will go down on this podcast. I say it all the time. If there is like one task, like duty thing to save my life, like gun to my head and they're like you need to win this task to stay alive i'd play nhl (laughs) i swear to god i'd play nhl and me losing to because up until me losing to timmy duke's buddy i thought i was invincible i thought i would i thought i would live forever but when i lost to him his buddy like maybe once or twice like maybe two times that night Mm -hmm. embarrassed humiliated basically yeah now granted i was i don't know 20 plus beer slash cocktails deep at that time. But up until that point, I thought I was invincible. That was quite the night. I Guys, I watched Deaver storm out of the house, throw a pool. I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. <laughs> the, the mix of the booze plus the losing just doesn't work for me. It, it just doesn't, doesn't work, work for you. Me. Like, a oh, lot of people. like a lot of people. Let's not forget, I also kicked your ass in like 10 games of pool that night, too. I think you were just on a oh losing streak. Oh, my God. Night. I was on a losing streak. Yeah. I was on a losing streak. It all streak. added up. Ice it cold. Ice up. cold. We'll yeah. throw up the meme of you, Deaver, freezing. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Uh, last, uh, just, sorry, we're talking about this way too much. But anybody, the challenge is out there. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to play me in NHL, DM us on Instagram. I will take on a challenge whenever. What do you call it? What do you call it in the Twitch world? Viewer... Playing with viewers. Playing with viewers. Playing with viewers. I will play anybody in this chat. Uh, listeners, do not message him directly. You're going to have to go through me. I'll schedule it. You know, they're, they're, yeah, we'll I'm his agent. Done. Yeah, I'm my now people will call your people. NHL yeah. 21 on PlayStation. Hit me up. I will play anybody who sees this video. Anyway, moving on. Uh, 2021, around the corner. Who will not be with – we're going to talk NFL. You ready for that? Yeah. Who will not be with the Washington football team in 2021? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, former first-round pick of the Washington football team, has been waived by the Washington football team due to, I would negligence. say, negligence. Negligence. Straight-up criminal negligence. And it kind of reminds me of the Stephen A. clip where he talks about Jamarcus Russell stealing money from the Oakland Raiders, who Jamarcus Russell is a totally different case. But, uh, yeah, 
plain negligence. Dwayne Haskins spotted at a uh, Washington area strip club uh, in a global pandemic when he's supposed to be living in a quote unquote bubble with the team getting tested daily, puts his guys at risk in the midst of a playoff push where they face the Eagles this week in the quote unquote NFC East championship. It's a shame. It's a shame because this guy could have had a, a good NFL career. Now might not have been a hall of fame career, but Definitely could have been better than a lot of the recent quarterback draft picks we've seen. And the guy was just too young, too rich, and thought he knew better. He thought he knew better, and he didn't. And everybody found out, and now you're, now you're without a job. Yeah, you probably still got millions. But now you're without a job. You're going to have to try to convince people over the next coming years that you're worthy of, get, of leading a team of not only veterans but new rookies as well. What kind of example are you at this point? Because right now he has zero value. He has zero value. I think a lot of our demographic could ag- agree with what I'm about to say here is that it's tough. It's really tough at the age of 22 to 26, 7, 8, to find that middle line between like, I'm a kid and I want to party to I need to be a leader and like, you know, be a craft in my profession, if that makes sense, right? Like, there's times where we want to just be, you know, absolute knuckleheads and drink yeah. under the table and go out and this, that X, Y, and Z. But there's other times where like we pony up, you get to work eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday and push comes to shove. You, you, you show up, you know what I mean? So I feel exactly like I mean. get what Dwayne Haskins did here, right? Like we've all sinned, <laughs> not sinned, but you know what I mean? We've all done that party booze, the whole thing. Yeah but we all know when we can't. And this is a prime example of when we can't. Yes. When you're on the main stage. When you're on the main, not even the main stage, like any, anybody's like nine to five normal day job. Right. But you got a big meeting the next day or you have like a numbers crunch. If you're a sales guy and you got a numbers crunch to hit, you know, your goal by the end of the month. Oh, also, by the way, you're not just like another sales guy. You're like the leader of the sales team. Right. You're like the, you're the quarterback, dude. I don't think there's any other position in, all professional sports that is more of like the guy on a team and not asking you to be a hero, but like you're the leader, dude. It's, it's funny because I saw some stuff come out later with chase young, the rookie defensive end for, for Washington, how he became the captain throughout the season. He wasn't the straight up named captain. And I watched some of the sound bites and tidbits from Dwayne uh, in the past couple of days. That's a true leader. Mm-hmm. the way he supported his third string quarterback, this and that, like Dwayne's just out there because I think he has some skill and talent and he doesn't want to, doesn't want to put in the work or make the sacrifices to be a great quarterback. And for a guy talking about my Pittsburgh Steelers who like quote unquote, like Dwayne Haskins was on their list. I hope the Steelers stay the furthest they possibly can away from signing Dwayne Haskins, even for like a practice squad tryout. Like I don't want him. I don't want him. No, it irks me time and time again when year after year – now, I understand people come up from tough backgrounds. I get that. But, Deves, it irks me year after year when there are NFL Hall of Famers out there that have gone through the same stuff Dwayne Haskins has gone through and gone to these team locker rooms and told them, don't do this. This is how you need to act. This is what you need to do. And think of the countless amounts of those individuals who have – done what Dwayne Haskins did and bounce back. But there's still people in the league, whether you're a bad background growing up or whether you're a good background growing up, there are still people in the league that 
fall into this. It's like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Like, come on, or fool me guys. once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. You know, you like, have thieves. You have a line out the door of people that want to be in your shoes, that will do everything right that they want to do, and and they are not there, but you are. And you just costed them that spot. They will probably never get the opportunity to get there again, Deves. And coming into the league, like it's it's almost like you have a scared straight program of these situations that have happened in the past, right? You want to take a look at somebody that has had drug problems and they're out of the league, boom, right there. You want to take a per- look at a person that has domestic violence issues and is out of the league, boom, right there, Ray Rice. You want to take a look at the person who had, you know, gang involvement and, you know, Aaron Hernandez, right? Like either the list kind of goes on and on. And like obviously, you know, going to a strip club during global pandemic is a new one. There's no book for that. <laughs> but at the same time, like there's a whole laundry list of examples not to follow. What And, not and they to still do. keep doing it. Yeah. You know, you'd think yeah. in, you know, the whatever dozens of years of the NFL that they'd finally kind of learn, especially in these past like 20 years of, you know, the media and social media and, and just how not to to be the recipe's there yes you know who yes. follows the recipe let's segue you know who follows the recipe tj watt <laughs> my defensive player of the year tj watt he had, currently has 15 sacks i believe um on his way to hopefully hopefully become defensive player of the year uh, aaron donald's a, a close one um the aaron safety- donald man Aaron Donald's a close one. And then there's a a defensive back from um, Miami who also has a shot as well. But TJ Watt, Mike Tomlin came out this week saying that uh, somebody asked, Hey, do you know, you know, how's TJ Watt's year been? Um, Do you think he has a shot at being defensive player of the year? Mike Tomlin's reply is TJ Watt is from another planet. Wow. His work ethic, his preparation, his and I think it's just a watt you know you've seen the stuff that JJ JJ put out last week it's in the jeans but like that is a dude who is opposite of Dwayne Haskins putting in the work long hours extra effort extra film study extra lifts extra little things properly even as a young player in the NFL leading his position group leading his defense and also getting it done on the field at the same time, making everybody better around him mm-hmm. because of what he does day in and day out. That's, that's a guy, dude. Like, that's a guy. I think to finalize your statement you just said right there, in comparing him to Dwayne Haskins, TJ Watt is the guy somebody would be okay losing a position to. Whereas Dwayne Haskins is somebody those guys that didn't make it are pissed off at. And I think, based on everything you just said, I'd be more than happy if a guy like that was the guy that I lost to. Yeah. Uh, so, TJ, getting into more of the Steelers, TJ leads the team. Uh, we're back on the winning track. We're back on the winning track after three losses in a row. Pretty brutal losses to be a Steelers fan. We've talked about them week in and week out. I'm going to go right into it. Come from behind victory against the Indianapolis Colts and Riverboat Phil Rivers. Uh, 28 to 24. I really never had a doubt. Oh, call me, call me naive. Yo, call me naive. Call me naive. We watched together, but I didn't really have a doubt. I didn't really have a doubt. I watched you sit there silent on the couch 
for the entire first half. Right. You were silent. Right. Now, you, now, you, that, now, in your defense, you didn't say whether or not you were like, oh, shit, or we're good. Right. So I don't know. Right. I, I mean, you can say whatever you want now. I will never know. Right. But I, I, I find it a little hard to believe that you were 100% confident the whole time. I kept my cards close to my chest during that game. Kept my cards close to my chest. Didn't really show any emotion there. Because I was trying to work out in my head how this thing was all, all going to come right. Because I, I trust in these guys, dude. And I've talked about a week in and we got, I trust in these guys. Even like Deontay Johnson, the drops. Eric Ebon, the drops. Big Ben, the awful quarterback play against the Bengals. I, told, I said that I think he single-handedly lost that game against the Bengals. I trust my guys to win the ball game. And even with like, and this defense too, like they have the opportunity every single play to make an impact to the game, whether it's a turnover sack, this, that, the other thing. Big Ben came out of the locker room. I, I, it's so cliche, but like the undertaker, you know, undertaker <laughs> gift coming out of the, he came out of the locker room. He went into the no huddle. And I said this actually during the game, if you remember while I was on the couch, I said, I love when big Ben and the team go no huddle and he calls the offense. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that's exactly what happened after coming out of the second half. Big Ben calls the offense on the fly as he sees things. Juju Smith-Schuster said that Ben actually pulled plays that weren't in the practice schedule that week, like deep in the playbook, old plays that they haven't talked about recently. And they found a way to win. Juju, who had a tough tough past couple of weeks with um, the, you know, the TikTok dancing on the logo, the outburst, the, you know, quote unquote motivation to opponents. Again, Steelers three losses. He catches a big touchdown. Deontay Johnson, who had dropped, he catches a big touchdown. Um, I think everything kind of started to click. It was a come-from-behind victory, but against a good potential playoff team that they could see, again, I, I just think all in all, it was a victory they kind of needed. Um, they responded in the second half. I need to see a full game out of them still, and we won't see it this week against the Browns because Mason Ru- Mason Rudolph is starting – they're sitting a lot of starters because they're already locked up. They won the AFC North. Um, but promising, for sure. The Colts were the team that the Steelers could have easily lost to. So showing the resiliency the Steelers showed maybe counter contradicts what I've been saying the last couple of weeks, that the Steelers you know, might not be the team. Steelers still have a chance. The Steelers absolutely still have a chance with that dub over the uh, Colts there. The best clip was I was going back to episode 50, putting some up on the social media account, and it was the day or two after the Cleveland Browns lost. You had a great clip about your AFC predictions, right? So we put it up saying that you thought at the time pre-Jets, sorry, pre-Jets yeah, victory to over the Browns, you said that the Bills and the Browns were your two dark horses in the AFC to win the AFC championship. I'm over one. I'm, I'm gonna give you. One. I'm gonna give you a chance to respond. I'm gonna give you a chance to respond. The Cleveland Browns organization, player personnel, was struggling in the department of injuries oh, and COVID. lack you're gonna, you're gonna, of people. Oh, okay. We're in the middle of a global pandemic, so it's a little tough to field all your team. And yeah. unfortunately, uh, Jarvis Landry, one of Baker's favorite targets, who would have done. A number on that Jets defense yeah. wasn't there. 
So I'm not putting it on one player not showing up. The the Browns just kind of pooped an egg, to be honest with you. And I'll chalk that one up as a, I'm 0 for 1. I'm 0 for 1 on my predictions for the AFC. Still have full faith in the back, in the uh, in the Bills. I mean, as I as I should, as I'm allowed to. As they spanked the New England Patriots actually this week. Uh, you know, a hurt, diminished shell of a team they were last year, New England Patriots, with a terrible quarterback at the helm. By the way, whoa, 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 whoa. By the way, whoa, whoa. Hey, wait, 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 wait. By the way, I never liked Cam Newton ever, not once. Ever. You ever hear me talk about Cam Newton in a group chat? You ever hear me talk about him? Never. Here it is right now. I've never liked him. I never will. He was never a good quarterback except for that one good year he had when he lost to Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. They were a – dude, I, I'm loaded on Cam Newton right now. The guy, the guy is going to be a backup for the Patriots next year. He's going to back up either Carson Wentz or he's going to back up a rookie draft pick. There it is. I don't like Cam Newton. You're red in the face, dude. I didn't even bring up his name. I struck a chord. Dude, I don't like Cam Newton. Never did. Are you done? I'm done. Go ahead. I didn't like Cam Newton with the Panthers. I'll, I'll be totally honest. I didn't like Cam Newton in the pan- with the Panthers. I didn't like him in that Super Bowl against Manning. I didn't like a lot of it. I don't know why. I started to pay attention to him after he got released from the Carolina Panthers. And I started to find an appreciation for Cam Newton and the type of guy he is, right? Like the logo on your hat, the things we talk about, the mentality stuff, you know, you, you versus you, the, the kind of mental toughness and like character that he has that I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, rooted for him in New England this year with my whole heart, like totally, totally like wish the best for the guy. I thought that he showed glimpses of being a good NFL player still. Not a great one, not an MVP cam one, but a good NFL player still. He's got a lot of things to work on. um, And I don't know if the New England experiment was the right fit, but if you watch that Bills game, which you definitely didn't, if you watch the Bills game, the first – got you, bitch. The first uh, two or three drives, the Pats came out spicy. I'd said in the group chat, they came out spicy. And by that, I meant just, you know, hard-hitting plays, quick runs up the gut. Cam was snapping the ball back and forth. Cam threw. There was a trick play. Flea flicker-esque. Running back got handed the ball. He threw it across the backfield back to Cam Newton. Cam Newton bombed it deep to a wide receiver who he couldn't have hit the wide receiver for a touchdown clearer. Off the face mask. Like, hands wide open drops it and I knew at that moment that was the stop of the momentum that was like two drives in or a drive or two and that was the stop of the momentum and all went to loss but as you saying you didn't like don't like Cam Newton you can't mean the guy right I mean the guy they were talking about his schedule did you see his schedule I yeah I mean it's an insane schedule. it's why like early as hell to it's watch. amazing it's yeah. amazing yeah uh no, I, I don't like him. Uh, I never liked as a him person, in the NFL. As a person or as a, as a player? Because you could say, like, you don't want him the quarterback for your team, but, like, as a guy, well, I mean, I don't know how you can't root for him. Like, seriously, I don't know how you can't root for him. He gets discarded in Carolina. He gets picked up by one of the best coaches ever because he worked his ass off for it. He's only playing for a million dollars in all, you know, 
all said and done for a former MVP for one year, one mil is an absolute steal. In my opinion, he goes up to new England and he gets a bad beat with a team that, like you said in the beginning, had a lot of people declare not to play this year because of COVID injuries here and there. The team's actually pretty beat anyway. Um, he showed glimpses. He's a hard worker. He's a character guy. He's a family guy. He's a team guy. I think your, your, I think your take's off balance. I think your take is unwarranted. Let's say that. Like, where, like, where, where, where are you getting it from? Where, uh, was he a Dwayne Haskins? Did he go to the strip club and not? No, no. Actually, he's up at four thirty in the morning going to the team facility. Mm-hmm. Studying, right. No. Oh, right. is he not working out in the off season? That's right. No, he's kind of like, uh, yeah, one of those other guys. No, he's there mm-hmm. day in and day out when he didn't even have a job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely grinding. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is Hammonds isn't even here. I'm. I, this is this is totally me just going off on the guy. Like he mm-hmm. is. He's a dog, dude. Like he's an absolute workhorse, and that's why I root for him. Wish the best for him for sure. Mm-hmm. I he's don't a, like him in the pro- NFL. Dude, at all. look at look at this. He's a he's a prodigy. Like not even a prodigy, but like, and again, maybe his football skills aren't there. But like, just look. He's a specimen of a human being. He's six six, like two sixty. And mm-hmm. back in the day, like he would run all the time and take mm-hmm. every single hit. No mm-hmm. sliding, no whining. Kind of like my boy Ben, like he would get some calls that weren't called against him, like either late hits or face masks or little personal fouls on the quarterback because he was a bigger guy. He never whined or complained. He was funny as hell. He is funny as hell. I like the dancing. I like the dancing. Where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? You're not an old school. You're not a hardcore old school guy. You're not an X's and O's between the tackles guy. You finished? I don't like Cam Newton because of one play in his entire career and a few other things that go along with it. In Super Bowl 50 against the Denver Broncos, he did not dive on a fumble. So for you to sit here and tell me that the guy runs the ball, takes hits, doesn't care, gets up, makes you laugh, does the Superman BS, acts like the toughest guy on the planet. Yeah, he wakes up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, he hits the gym. Yeah, he eats like a god. Yay, whatever. In the biggest game of his career, the guy watched the other team dive on a fumble right in front of him. And I don't respect that. In any sense of the word. Now, the moment. I completely agree with you. 100%. The guy is a very TJ Watt, very Aaron Donald, very, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. good guy. Mm-hmm. There is no one who questions that. But his play on the football field is completely different than what who he is off the field. And for who he is on the field, I don't like him and I never did. I'm going to go back to your one reason why would you in a split second on the biggest stage in the world make the same decision as Cam or a different decision than Cam? No. Yes. Yes. A different decision. Yes. A hundred percent. With the bright lights in MetLife with 10, sorry, 100 million people were registered watching Super Bowl this year. So, uh, a third of the country on the biggest stage in the world, 
you're the center of attention. You don't think you black out for a second? That's what I'm getting at. You don't think you black out for a second? And also, you're the starting quarterback. Again, jumping on a fumble. I don't really I, – I know what play you're talking about. I don't know the circumstance of the game, like what the score was, what time it was. But, like, Duke could have broke his arm. I don't know. It was a split second. It goes that – it's that quick, dude. It's lightning. It's lightning. How long did you play football in your life? Three years. You played football for three years. If that ball ever hit the ground in three years, what's the first thing you're trained to do? Pick the damn thing up. That guy was – to say he was bla- blacked out in that game when he had an MVP season that entire season, when he – dude, I if you turn around, understand if you this turn point. Around, in that game, if you turn around – like, let's talk about it. If, you, if I turned around in that game and saw the football there for a second, had no – you know – would I jump on it right away? I don't know. And maybe that's why I'm not in the NFL or not. Like, I'm not a football player anymore. That's probably why I was playing JV. As a like, competitor. How do you not do it you, as a you competitor? Turn around, you turn around, you look at it, like, shit's flying back and forth, bodies left no. and right, dude. Like, all of a sudden, you're just like, no. what's going on? It's kind of like a, like a Saving Private Ryan. Your ears are ringing. A grenade just went off. A grenade just went off. Bro, to jump the on the ball, you, you know, if you, we can sit here on the couch all we want and talk about like I would jump on that football. I don't think you'd fucking jump on that football. I really don't. I really don't, dude. I think you'd be the last person to jump on that football, and I would too. No shot, no shot. And you know, I definitely wouldn't jump on that football on a JV football game on a Friday at four o'clock. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. We're getting beat by thirty already. We're getting beat by thirty. I'm you are in a on Super Bowl. That. In the biggest game of no. your career, hundreds of nope. millions of viewers in nope. one night? Okay, you've had hundreds of millions get... of viewers all season. You're the damn MVP of the league. No. The, bl- the blinding light should not blind you in the Super Bowl. Dude. And it blinded him. And it blinded him. And maybe that's and, not what we're talking about Cam mistake. being the greatest of all time. But you can, can't say you hate Cam Newton because of that. We talked about this way too much, but I've learned a lot about you in this past five minutes. All right, all right. We're going to move on to the college game here. I can't believe we didn't bring this up sooner, but did we tell the Duke's Mayo story at all? The only time our listeners slash viewers were able to see Duke's Mayo was through Fundy Friday. So if you guys didn't get a chance to watch on December 30th at 12 noon, absolute electric factory in the Duke's Mayo Bowl that took place in Charlotte, North Carolina, in the Carolina Panthers Stadium between Wisconsin and Wake Forest. It was a close game for a bit. High scoring game. Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure, had three or four inter- interceptions in a row on, on like three or four, you know, consecutive drives to end up taking the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Big shout out to Duke's Mayo. Threw us the repost. Um, Bundy is, in fact, a brand ambassador of the Duke's Mayo Bowl. So, bless uh, his soul. Bless his soul. I, I actually, I was in Walmart today and I purchased Duke's Mayo. Just, I had to, I had to, I had, it, it just found me. I, personally, I'm going to go on record and say this. Personally, I am not a Mayo guy. Really? I'm not a Mayo guy. Doesn't go on my burgers. Doesn't go on this, that. Duke's Mayo and the funny experience that, you know, he put his twist, his twang onto it. I had to go buy some Duke's, give it a shot. Loved watching this game. Loved following the content leading up to the game from Duke's Mayo and Funny themselves. So special shout out to Duke's Mayo. And uh, I can't wait to try it. 
I can't wait to see if they have it up here. I know it was shipped to Fundy, so I know it exists in New Jersey, but I don't oh, know yeah. if it's in Hold our on, supermarkets. So here it is right here. You can see it on the camera. Duke's Mayo. <laughs> there it is. It's a good-looking bottle. Dave's, you know it was classic? The Duke's Mayo Bowl wraps up. The trophy they had was absolutely epic. One of the coolest college football trophies other than, like, the Minnesota-Wisconsin Axe. Right. that like we've seen and sure enough and like the iron bowl too obviously but sure enough if i know my bucky badgers wisconsin guys like i do that trophy gets absolutely obliterated post game by the wisconsin guys they got a little too rowdy they shatter shatter the crystal beautiful trophy right there uh you know Give me your thoughts on that, Dave, because I got one for you right after. <laughs> for one, I'm shocked that, I mean, this is a, such a classic, like, logo jar, the yellow pops. The whole thing is honestly enough for you to grab it off the grocery shelf. But the fact that this jar wasn't incorporated into the trophy, I was kind of upset about. Uh, the other thing I was kind of upset about, and we got a video of it, once they won the bowl, they obviously dumped the Gatorade bucket onto the, the you know head coach of, of Wisconsin. Yeah. First off, the Gatorade buckets weren't Gatorade buckets; they were Duke's Mayo Bowl buckets, which they look absolutely like so <laughs> sick. Like I wish I had that in my place. Yeah. Two, it didn't have mayo in it. At the oh. Cheez It Bowl, they dumped Cheez Its on the winner. Oh, I see what you're saying. They didn't have mayo in it. How cool would it have been if a whole thing of mayo got dumped on the head coach after they won? But not any mayo. Mayo with some twang in it. Hashtag try some twang. Actually, and you know what? As we're sitting here. Yeah, give it a twirl. I'm going to do it right here. While you're tasting that, uh, you know, fun fact. Think Cap says that mayo is actually a substitute for hair conditioner in the shower. So I I think there might be a video coming up soon with one of us doing that, trying it out. I think that's your that's your review. My review is going to be eating this mayo right here. So Fundy, you saw Fundy's video. He actually, he, I'm going to do the same thing. Fundy got some for Christmas, and I'm going to I'm going to go here and get a glob. Just get a glob of mayo. That's, that's a big glob, dude. That's a big glob. That's a big glob, right? I got to get a taste. I got to get yeah. all right. Uh, so here we go. Special shout out Duke's Mayo for uh, sending us some sending our boy Fundy some gear. Uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl was amazing, and your mayo is. Oh, also amazing. Are you going it's, back for a second finger dip? No, no, I closed it up. I want to make sure it's all okay, I put it in the fridge now. It's different. It's got some twang. No way, dude. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to try it. And this is coming from a not a mayo guy. As a mayo guy, as I've been a Hellman's guy my whole life. Not anymore. So we don't say that name. We don't say we, that name on this podcast anymore. anymore. We yeah. are a Duke's Mayo podcast. The the Mayo who we don't reference anymore is who I you I've been my whole life. I can't wait to try Duke's. Based on the couple people that have told me that it's pretty good, I gotta trust it. I can see how this is fantastic on a BLT. Fantastic Oof. on a burger. Oof. Fantastic in your chicken salad. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you're hurting. Are you all right? I'm not a mayo guy. <laughs> I'm not a mayo guy, to be honest. Yeah, I want to loop back into the trophy talk for Duke's Mayo real quick. Um, down in uh, 2016 for Mascot Nationals, listeners, I was a mascot in college. We had Nationals. We stayed at All-Star Sports in Disney, where we stayed a couple years ago, or last year. And mm-hmm. 
we all get awarded trophies, right? So 2016, my team had come in first. We had the first place trophy. Wisconsin had come in fifth place. Well, we're actually really tight with those guys. So they come over to our room later that night, right, Deves? They have their fifth place trophy. And this goes right in with the Duke's Mayo trophy here. You could probably put two videos side by side of the Duke's Mayo trophy getting shattered and that fifth place trophy that the Badgers brought over to our room. They took it third story at all-star sports, second story, whatever. And just yike it right at the ground, dude. This trophy shatters into pieces. They grab the ice bucket out of the hotel room. They're like, fuck it. And they throw that at the ground, <laughs> dude. Those Wisconsin guys know how to shatter a trophy, man. So they you say it's in the blood. It. It's in their DNA. It's in their DNA, man. To be badgers to, to shatter a trophy. Yes. Whether sir. you're first place or last. Well, yeah. Win or lose, we still boost. That's the motto over there. Well, to wrap things up here, uh, heading into 2021, I think it's time to congratulate the FPP Fantasy Football League champion. Our boy Bryce took it home against ThinkCap in the finals. Alvin Kamara and Stefan Diggs might have had something to do with it. Uh, Bryce's name the entire year was Can You Dig It? And he definitely dug it uh, on his way to a championship. The funny part is... What's the prize? Is there a trophy? Do you have a trophy? You say it's in your room. It's in your closet. Do you have it? There's no As trophy. Discussed. There's no there's prize. Not a fun, there's no trophy. As discussed. You said you had something. In the pri- Of course I said I had something. Of course. Come on. Of course I said I had something. Why are we doing this? As discussed in the previous episode, the loser is the focal point of our league. And congratulations to Bryce. Incredible season. I think he was like 11 and two or something. Yeah, he was nasty. Yeah, he was nasty. Whatever. The loser, which now we have clarity on who the the loser is. This is what we need to discuss as a board. Uh, We need to go to the free parking board and discuss this. We're looking at it. Because you were, true, we can discuss this right now. You were last place regular season. Hammonds was last place. When you click league in our, our fantasy league right now, it shows standings. You are in seventh. I'm in seventh place. You are in eighth. I'm in seventh. Yes. Fundy's in ninth. Hammonds is in tenth after playoffs finished. So we need to hear from the listeners right now or the viewers, whatever. I mean, I need to know what counts. Who's last place, regular season or playoff loser? Because whoever the loser is, is getting a lightning bolt on their ass in a tattoo form. When I click on the Yahoo Fantasy Football app and I click league, I see eight next to my name, baby. Even though I was three, even though I was three and three and 12, I see eight next to my name. We all got into the playoffs. If, if I truly, if I, there was a, there was a consolation game bracket, right? If regular season loser was supposed to be the true loser, we wouldn't make the playoffs playoffs. just like teams do now. Right? Like, right. The Jets and the Jaguars didn't make the playoffs. Right but I made the playoffs and I didn't lose in the first round. Dude. I hear you. I, I listen. Not once. I mean, a couple times. The only one we know right now that wants you to get the ass tap is I think Mead and Bryce are Mead, the two yeah, that are yeah, on the, yeah, they're aggressive. The two. yeah, they're aggressive. I mean, borderline like relax, but I think the rest of the league is kind of like, yo, it's a little gray, gray area here. Cause your name says eight next to it. The funny part is we're talking about it's a gray area, but at the same time, the guys that are 9 and 10 in the league 
are all in on getting the ass test. So it's like, let the guys get the ass test. <laughs> That's true. Even there's the guy who didn't get last wants to get it. There's a 10 next to his name and he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Even the guy that didn't get last still wants to get one. I think we all might as well. I mean, I have one already, but might as well all get one. For my first tattoo to be a lightning bolt on my ass, I'd have to become an ink guy. I'd have to become an ink guy. I mean, as I'd a guy- I'd have to roll up with a sleeve. Yeah, yeah. I, you said your first one was going to be what? Like, you know, like a, an arm bar? Yeah, probably, it's probably going to be the lightning bolt, but not on my ass. Fair enough. On or your, I don't on your get face? One. Or I don't get one. Just teardrops. Just a teardrop lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, man. RIP. All right. Throw a comment. DM us. Let us know. Who should be getting the ass stat? Is it the person that lost the entire regular season or is a person who at the end of the season is in 10th place? It doesn't make much sense. Is it the worst record in the league or is it the last place team when it's all said and done? I, I don't even know why we're talking about this. It sounds silly to talk about. I, I Listen, when I click league at the end of the season and it shows me the standings, that's what I would consider the final standings. Don't know what we're talking about. So we'll Let's see what the on. viewers think. Yeah, viewers and listeners. Hey, everybody, if you're listening to this in 2020, have a very happy and healthy new year. And I guess if you're listening in 2021 too, happy new year. Thanks for staying on us for another year of free parking and uh, to an even better 2021. What's 2021 going to bring, bro? That anticipation. Probably, Probably aliens. No, I mean for free parking, dude. Oh, I, I, probably dude. aliens. Probably <laughs> yeah, still aliens. True. Still, yeah, still aliens. Very true. Very true. No, a lot of big stuff in the hopper. Dude, can't wait. Did a full one eighty, crazy, thinking about the way I was. Did